What's up, everybody? Welcome to the BJJ Balance Podcast. My name is Kenny. I'm here with my co-host, Matt. What up? And we've got a special guest today, Mr. Tony Martinez. Hello. What's going on, guys? Um, so, yeah, we're going to we start with uh, questions. Uh, right. Yeah, I guess what I got here, I got, um, first of all, follow us on all our stuff. Uh, at um, BJJ Balance, pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Right. Uh, Spotify, Amazon, all that good stuff. Um, leave reviews and the stuff because, you know, everything's been going good thus far. Um, so today, uh, first of all, introduce Tony. Tony, what's going on, my man? Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how long you been training? Yeah, man. Um, I, I've been doing martial arts since I was like 10, 11. You know what I mean? And then my mom really signed me up for Taekwondo. I was like 13. Got my black belt by the time I was 15. Okay. And then... Um, I just went from there, like moved to Hawaii, kickboxed for a long time. And then um, not too much kickbox, like a lot of like yard, you know what I mean? Mar like right. training, you know what I mean? But, you know, Hawaiians bang, man. And yeah. uh, moved out here. And then um, I, like that was when UFC started getting big. It was like 2000. You can bring it to closer. Oh, down. yeah. So it was like 2000, I'd say six-ish, seven and um, I really was like, dude, I, I want to do this. I've already done like a bunch of different martial arts and stuff. And I was like, yeah, man, give it a go. And then I moved to Temecula and I told some guy that I was, you know, kicking it with, that I was working with at Arco right off of Inez right here. And uh, he's like, yeah, I know someone who trains like fighters and stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, like, let me get his number and stuff. And then that was when I met my trainer, Spike. And uh, dude, that was it. We, we got together in February, right, of 2007 and then got a fight by... Uh, May. It oh, was wow. like May 2008 was my first fight. How do you get, how did you get into jujitsu from a taekwondo or a stand-up uh, art? Like what made you want to like grab a neck and toss somebody? Yeah, man. Like, uh, I was telling Kenny, it's a funny story. Uh, it was like my, my first fight went well, dude. Like I was, they signed me up for the fight and then, um, it didn't happen. It was like, I had a month to train. Right. So it didn't happen. It was like two weeks till the fight. Then they call me like five days before the fight. And he's like, hey, man, another guy dropped out. Like, do you want to fight this guy? You know what I mean? And uh, he's like, he's a 1-0 guy, um, Las Vegas MMA out here. And I was like, heck, yeah, I'll still fight him. I was still within weight. So went out there, TKO'd him in the first round. And uh, that was when I was like, I knew this was for me. So second fight, right, comes around. I'm fighting this kid. Um, I fought Justin Lin, right? He was the one that um, uh, the dude starched in the Bellator. Okay. Um, okay. Of his name, but yeah, he starched him, man. And then, um, but he submitted me by uh, armbar. I was whooping him, whooping him. Whole first round, whooped him. Second round, come out, whooped him, and then he took me down, armbarred me, tap. And I was like, oh man, all right. Well, like, oh, I need to learn. Still this. wasn't doing jujitsu right. Like the guy that I got with Spike, he was uh, mainly like a taekwondo guy. That's why we clicked so well. And then um, he was just rugged in his training, man. So I, I loved him, and I still stick with him. And uh, so third fight comes around, man. Uh, get a guy, a jujitsu guy, watched all, like he had three fights, watched his fights, takes guys down like super fast, no problem, right? And then, uh, so all three rounds, right? It's for tough enough. They're two minute rounds. So that's six minutes of fighting for five minutes and like 40 seconds. I'm whooping this kid, like bad all over the place, right? Takes me down last 20 seconds of the fight, arm bar like that. Oh, wow. From Mount, from Mount, right? And uh, after that, I remember just thinking, like, I got to get some jujitsu, dude. Like, and, and then, like, me, like, being young and, like, naive, like, I was like, I'm just going to get enough jujitsu to where, like, I can keep guys from taking me down. And, and obviously, I'm, you know, whooping these guys that Everybody are from good to be gyms. Chuck Liddell. They're like, hey, you, know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Sprawl and brawl. So I was like, totally had that mentality, right? And then um, I was, you know, in for a good ride, man. I, I signed up for, uh, at the time, it was Gracie Baja with Ricardo Guimaraes. Uh, shout out to him, man. He's been a big uh, help with my jiu-jitsu journey. Got my purple belt from him. But uh, signed up from him until I was like 2009 and then just fell in love with it. Like, there's no just doing only a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, I, I'm in for the long haul now. <laughs> Do you think that how did your game change? Because um, I know Taekwondo is very heavy kicks. Yeah. Um, did your game, once you learned jujitsu, did you kind of like say, I'm throwing more hands, I'm only going to kick? Um, 
when necessary because I know in Thai you hit a lot of lower extremities legs. Yeah. Taekwondo's usually you don't kick the legs at all. Yeah. So it's kind of like you have to kind of adjust your game. Did you kind of evolve to more of like um, the kicks were there if you needed them? Yes. It's like for like finishing, mm. but like you were more like almost turned into like a Thai or uh, you know what I mean? Like how did like because your game has to completely change. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Um, like my trainer Spike was actually a big kicker of the legs. Um, but in Taekwondo, yeah, like pure Taekwondo, you don't really kick to the legs, right? Um, cause they typically will kick with the top of their foot or the side, right? Like right. top of the foot, like right. you're, I'm breaking the top of my bones, right? Right. There, you know what I mean? So, um, kickboxing really changed that to, you know, more direct with the shin and, um, but he would, you know, whip that front leg, bam. And we're tearing down that front leg, make it hard for the guys to shoot. You know what I mean? Tear down that front leg. And, and that was always a big part of it. And then, but I, I was always loved throwing hands. You know what I mean? That's like, I'm, I'm firing one twos down to like one after another. Um, but it, it definitely evolved because like the ad lib, the level changes, you know what I mean? Like I would, when I started like to learn how to like shoot, not really like from wrestler style, but like type, um, excuse me, jujitsu, um, Ricardo was like a big on like a lot of sweeps and throws. And, um, so it, it definitely changed my whole game up, man. Like I, I would use those level changes to come back high. Like I have a lot of like clips of that, yeah, like, like me yeah. ducking and then like throwing high. So it helped me, you know what I mean? And then like I would defensive wrestle too, like use it like a little bit. I remember like I took those two losses, right? Like back to back arm bars. And then, um, my fourth fight in Vegas, my first four were in Vegas. My last one in Vegas, uh, I actually won by head and arm choke. That was pretty dope. Like, so, like, I, dude, I, 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 yeah, I loved it. That was, like, one of my favorite moments of, of fighting was, like, dude, I, I went in there. And this was, like, so 2010. So this is two years into jujitsu. You know what I mean? And then I was, I was kind of figuring it out. You know what right. I mean? I was around that blue belt. And, uh, like, I went for this throw. It was so dumb. I went for this throw, and I didn't have, like, over his head. I kind of had around his lat little. Mm. And I went to throw him, and, I like, we slipped. I was, we, you know, we were sweaty. And I, I literally did, like, a front, like, a diving front roll, and then he landed on top of me, like, um, kind of, like, half guard. And he was like this, like, I'm sorry. He was, like, putting his forearm on my throat, like, trying to reach up and punch. But I had him, like, head control, and I was like, push the arm. And I pushed the arm, caught him in head, uh, oh, so head and arm from, from, bottom, the bottom? from the bottom. Oh, so I man. didn't finish him from the bottom, right? So I caught him in that. And I still use that till this day because it was something like, whoa, that was, like, the first time that that situation had happened. You know what I mean? Like, right. how that, like, transpired. So I was like, oh, yeah, I can use it e even for control and then, like, hip out hip and then out. use it for the sweep. And that's exactly what I did. I caught him. And it kept it tight, let him punch his arm out. You know what I mean? It was hit me in my ribs, and then I, I swept, uh, swept yeah, him and you finished could roll on top. Him or you could like take the back. Yeah. And I literally just put the knee on the side of his, on his hip so he couldn't move and squeeze until Sweet. he tapped. I got up, bowed to him, man, and I, I just was elated with like, so happy, man. Like oh, that, yeah. I put in all that work, and then that was the result. You know what I mean? A striker just literally, you know, added some ground game. Right. And it worked. <laughs> so you got into fighting. Um, not there was, was there a reason were you like just like were you just like throwing hands in school all the time were yeah you like, were you um, did, and you're like you know hey man I kind of like doing yeah this. I, I wasn't a trouble kid but I didn't like um, I didn't run from nobody I wasn't scared of nobody man and that was really instilled by my uncle you know he's been in prison since I was like I don't know, 10, he actually literally just got out. Oh, like, nice. remember I kept telling yeah. you, he was like, he's going to get out. It was like five years later. He's <laughs> like, finally gets out. I'm 38 now, dude. You know what I mean? So he's been in for some time. And, uh, so he's out that that's cool, man. I'm happy for that. And, uh, but he would always give me like, he'd pump me up through letters, dude, in jail. He'd write, we'd write each other back and forth since I was little man. And he, I didn't really have a father figure. So that was my father figure. Yeah. I got a, and, I got a stepbrother myself who, um, doing life. Oh shit. He was, yeah, he, he, uh, um, yeah, he's a real piece, piece of crap, but, but yeah, he, he uh, killed a guy, uh, with a trident, <laughs> not with a trident, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, kidnapped the guy, kidnapped the guy, stabbed him a couple of times, uh, he's prospecting he's, he's, for the Hells Angels and he just got into some crazy stuff, so yeah, I know how that is, he got a cell phone and he tried to call me a bunch of times and I, I was like, nah, man, and like. I, I just like I don't want nothing to do with you. you. Used to beat the crap out of me when I was little, so I'm gonna pass and not uh, <laughs> and stay in there. He's like, "Get me out! Can you get me out? I my case is messed up." And I was all, uh, 
he's all talk to your my uncle's a cop. He'll talk to your uncle about it because the guy who the DA who convicted me, he is shady. And he, I was like, I talked <laughs> to my uncle. My uncle's like, he did kill the guy though, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that part didn't change, right? Like, I was all, my was all, yeah, yeah. And he's all, let's leave him in there. I was like, hey, yeah, say that's le- probably not. I'll say less, though. say less. <laughs> that's great. Oh my god. Yeah. Fun fact about me. (laughs) So, yeah, man, he gave me, um, he would always give me like tips like that. I would ask him legit, like, yo, dude, like, how do I talk to girls? He was a pimp, you know what I mean? So, like, (laughs) he was a legit pimp. So, um, I would ask him, how do I talk to girls and like confidence? And he would always tell me, like, don't be scared of no motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I don't care how big you are, you take that ass whooping. You know what I mean? You either give it or you you take it. You know what I mean? So, it kind of gave me that, like, puff out my chest a little bit this is like 13 years old you know what i mean and uh i remember my first fight in school yeah i, I he, he was much also? bigger than me uh, my uncle uh he's filipino he's like we're mainly filipino okay. yeah and uh so yeah after i whooped that big kid in, in like eighth grade i was like oh yeah i got the dog in me <laughs> you know what i mean and then um it was like how it me get into fighting actually happened like i was living with my friend and um i got I was living with him in an apartment and he couldn't have guests, you know what I mean? And that was all I really had. I had a job and everything. So got kicked out of there and I was living, I was like homeless living out of my car, man, like working, you know what I mean? I would like drive up to my, my job at night and just fall asleep in my car and like wake up, go to work. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then like and my, my manager after that like found out and he was like letting me like sleep at the, the shop. You were all about it. Yeah, I wasn't really doing crap with my life, dude. I, I remember, like, honestly, man, like, I remember going to the park, have nothing to do, like, during the day, you know what I mean? Like, on the days that I was off, I had nothing to do. It was like I can kick it out the house, you know what I mean? I was kicking it in my car, bumping CDs and stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, I remember going to the park, and now this is, I'm, like, 18, 19-ish at this time. And uh, I remember going to the park, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to run. And I ran some laps, you know what I mean, around the park. And then uh, I was shadow boxing like on these leaves from the tree, like kicking the leaves, see, see if I can still do all my kicks and stuff like that from Taekwondo. And uh, I could, man, I, I still love it. So, um, and then that was when I moved, like right then and there, my mom found out. She was like, you're living out of your car, stupid. She was living out here in Temecula. She was like, dude, come over here. Like, I was like, all right, let me put my two weeks in, gather up this money. My car had broken at this, uh, that time. Like I had done some dumb move and like crashed into the curb. And mm. it broke my old pan, so I, it couldn't drive anywhere. And then I just sold it to Ecology for like 300 bucks and then moved them out here. And so it made that high pitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then that's how I started, man. That was, I moved out here, got with Spike, and then uh, it was, it's been a wrap ever since, man. One, I love it. One of the things that we, um, we've talked about, I guess, a couple of times on different episodes is like, um, do you feel like uh, fighting or, or training jujitsu or whatever, like when you run into people, um, that, or you, you hear like, that's kind of how we met. Like we, we worked at the same spot, but then I had mentioned to somebody that I did jujitsu and they were just like, Oh, Tony does jujitsu. And then yeah. I was just like, Oh really? Yeah. And then I was like, I was white. This is, I was six months in white belt, 10th planet. And he's like, Oh yeah, I'm a brown belt. I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. want to be there. Dude. You'll get there. And then like, yeah, I remember that. I was like, dude, that's so awesome that this like he was like the first person I met that like out of everybody that I knew that did jujitsu. Like, like I don't care, man. Like, I'll take yeah. it. Like whatever. Yeah, I'm a white belt. Like good for you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk. Yeah. yeah. It was like I never ran into that situation before in life. You know what I mean? We're like, oh yeah, I do jujitsu. Like you, know, you oh, come yeah. back from like when I started, and when I started, there were no hardly any black belts in the area. Rarely. So it's like Rarely. when I lived in Hemet, I was training under a blue belt, mm-hmm. and he was going to the class. And what he learned there, he'd bring back to his garage, and then we'd train, and then we'd just like learn it all, and then we'd go take a smoker fight, and then we—that's <laughs> right. what you did, like because the, the closest black belt was like forty minutes away, yeah. so we had no idea. So I was like, I'm gonna be a white belt forever. That's why I was a white belt for over five years because I couldn't, uh, I didn't actually start training till like three years in. I finally made it to you know an actual gym. So yeah, you were there from the. From, from the early days so. yeah man it was cool like you know so now like, there's black belts everywhere yeah, yeah. right they're every, every popped up everywhere man so uh <laughs> when i when i first got together with spike it was just me and him it was just one it was like one-on-one personal training right and um uh 
so I didn't have any training partners, right? Like you're only as good as your training partners, right? right? I'm, I'm going out and fighting these guys from legitimate gyms, you know what I mean? Right. And uh, these guys got training partners. They're training at actual gyms from Vegas, you know what I mean? Like solid gyms. And I'm out going out there and whooping on these guys, you know what I mean? I didn't have any training. But one thing that I respected from him all the time is he would actually take me out to like different gyms and like pay the mat fee and we go train with those guys. And he'd be like, hey, you know, like my, my guy needs some sparring. He's got to get you work, yeah. Dude, so I got to spar some like legitimate guys like going. And it was like, that's the kind of best kind of training if you think about it right like you guys always talk about like go to open mats you know what right. I mean? and roll with people that you don't know like their styles well yeah because they're gonna come hard on you yeah ass. you know what i mean dude oh dude <laughs> dude they, they were around. licking their chops dude like I, I went to undisputed in downtown san diego like solid gym <laughs> went to uh city uh kickboxing right like a bunch of gyms dude and like sparred some really cool guys um f- funny story first time i ever got dropped right like i was i was uh we went to i think it was undisputed and um I sparred this. The, the guy said he was the number six K1 kickboxer from Japan. Little light 125 guy. My height, you know what I mean? And, and I was watching him warm up on the bag, and he's just kind of pitter-patting in the bag, and I'm like, oh, you know, I, I got this guy. You know what I mean? And I go in there, and I'm tearing him up with jabs, dude. Bam, bam, hitting him. Bam, bam, kicking his leg. And he's just, like, slowly stalking me, dude, checking everything. And then he gets me in the corner, and this is the fastest, like, body-body head shot like I've ever felt. It was like, pop, pop. And then the, the kick came high, bang. <laughs> and then like my, my coach said it dropped me to one knee and I popped up real fast. And so like, uh, say the K, the K or the ring is like this, right? We're in the very corner. So there's a window to my right and like through the window, you can see cars passing by. Right. So I, I, uh, and we were, I had the window to my right when that little situation happened, you know what I mean? And then I popped up and I remember everything coming to, and I was watching car go by, car go by. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? And then he was to my left and I turned to my left and he's like, you know, he barely speaks any English. He's like, you okay? You okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, dude. Like, what's up? And then the guy is like, he's like, nah, bro. He's like, take a knee, bro. It sucks. <laughs> take a knee, bro. It sucks when you get put out or you get put to sleep. Yeah. I got put to sleep in like 2012 at Pan. So I talked about the story yet. No, I got okay. I was in pans. I got put. You mentioned that you wanted to, but because a guy, this guy's like the size of a door jam, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm up on points. I somehow he he's a big guy. We're doing the eight man eighth grade slow dance. I miss. I end up on top. I'm winning. I'm up like seven nothing or six nothing, whatever. And uh, everybody's like, hold it there, hold it there. Carlson Gracie Jr. is coaching me, which was pretty cool. Think about it, and. Next thing you know, he got to get to choke in. And I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, oh, damn, this is pretty tight. <laughs> it's pretty tight. And I'm like gargling. I'm like, but I'm thinking to myself like, well, I'm gargling. If I'm gargling, I'm getting a little air in there. I was like, and I just hear 30 seconds, 30 seconds. You got that. I'm like, oh, I got 30 seconds. Right. For, <laughs> For sure. sure. I got 30, got 30 seconds. seconds. <laughs> and then my, my girlfriend at the time was watching me. And she's like, I can just hear her like, come on, man. And the next thing, and I'm here. Come on, man! Like, it's like it's like. Durr, durr. Why are you I guys just, talking so slow? <laughs> and like, I'm the, the next thing you know, I'm walking, and I'm like, and like, I, I guess the guys were shaking my feet trying to wake me up, but I don't even remember that. I just remember walking off the mat, and I'm like, I look at, I look at my, I look at Carlson Grayson Jr., and I go, "Did I win?" And he goes, <laughs> "I got put out, I got put to sleep." Dang! Wow, dude, that was like my my first pants white belt. Put to sleep. Yeah. But I mean, it happens. Yeah. I didn't want to tap. I, now, and everybody, so if you're competing and the choke is in, yeah, obviously if you're up on points, you think you can survive? Survive. Survive. But just know, if I didn't, if I would have tapped, nobody would have saw. But since I got put to sleep, <laughs> you got highlight reels. Six mats. Everybody's like, oh, that guy's sleeping over there. And everybody's in the whole. Stops and takes a look. <laughs> the whole Brennan event center looks down and sees Matt's pasty ass getting his legs shaked side to side. <laughs> 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 that, that was my story when I got put to sleep in bed. Um, so who was your influences? Uh, so like in MMA, like my yeah. favorite fighter of all time is GSP. GSP yes. is my favorite fighter of all time. Um, when you said like changing levels to hit high kicks. Like when he looked down at Matt Hughes's feet and hit him with that head Beautiful. kick, Set like all that kind of stuff. So GSP's always mm-hmm. been my guy because I kind of like the humble approach mm-hmm. to the MMA fighter. Absolutely. Um, I'm not really into like the Conor McGregor style or the Nick Diaz boys uh, style of like shit talking, even mm-hmm. though I know it draws cash, but I just kind of like the humble, you know, yeah, yeah Go out there more and of the ass. martial arts approach to mm-hmm. things. Um, so who was yours? 
Um, I actually was like a fan of boxing, like when I when I was young. You know what I mean? My mom would get the fights all the time, and um, I remember watching um, Diego Corrales for oh, the first time. And he and the, my yeah, it was like one of the very first fights I remember, like sitting down and watching a, a whole fight. And I was young; I was like ten or something. Yeah, I, I, I like forgot. I like Felix Trinidad. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, the guys that like rumble like that. You know what I mean? So I remember watching him against. Uh, Jose Lo- Luis Castillo, mm. the first fight was, oh my gosh, dude. And I just remember watching him like, dude, that guy is a warrior. You know what I mean? Like he he took so many punches. And so you chose down. MMA over boxing because of the because of the previous <laughs> kickboxing or kick uh, taekwondo? Yeah. Like so I like I throwing hands and feet, you know what I mean? And, and uh, I remember just watching uh, my very first fight that I fell in love with was, um, it was a pride fight. And it was that Don Fry versus the Japanese Oh, guy. the Hung Choi? Yeah, yeah, dude, where they were just, like, bombing on each other, just holding each other, and the guy was headbutting Don Fry's punches back to back. He was like, couldn't dodge him, fucking headbutt him. You know what I mean? And, that, was uh, a, that was a classic. Yeah, man. And then um, and then just watching guys like Anderson Silva on Pride and, um, you know, Alistair Overeem before he was on the alligator mm-hmm. meet. You know what I mean? So, um but I, yeah, boxers, man. I was like, these guys are warriors, you know. I remember some good fights when I was a kid. You know, you had your De La Hoyas versus Pernell Whitaker and De stuff La like Hoya that. Trinidad, De La Hoya, Trinidad, De La Hoya, or Vargas, uh, from, mm-hmm. and Trinidad. <laughs> yeah, that was great mm-hmm. too. Like all that was it. De La Hoya, Vargas too. Yeah, where they like you ain't a real Mexican, and De La Hoya stopped him out. in the corner. Yeah. That all that stuff. I remember being in high school, being like, damn. Mm-hmm. Boxing ain't like that, but we had a nah. good boxing fight yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> we had a good segue. We had a good box. So we had Francis Ngannou, the MMA uh, former UFC heavyweight champ. Um, he signed with one, which I don't think Francis is going to be. PFL. Bought. Huh? PFL. PFL, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. PFL. Sorry. I don't think he's going to be uh, doing MMA ever again. Yeah, after that. I think his MMA days are done. Yeah. Found his calling. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, he's going to walk away from this with. After pay per view went out, what probably fifteen to thirty million? You know what no. I mean? One fight. He had yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah. easy. To how and then fights. now the rematch. Yeah, he'll or probably make a hundred million off the rematch. Him versus uh, Wilder. That would, yeah, that would sell just because they're both bombers. Him yeah. versus Joshua. Yeah. Him versus Ruiz. After watching yesterday, I think he might have an actual better boxing game than Wilder. I was actually impressed at how well yeah. he was able to move. Yeah. I, he was setting traps and doing stuff. Yeah. I, thought, I thought the way for him to win was just to make it awkward and crazy brawling, almost because he did with Rosen Strike mm-hmm. and just blitz. Yeah, but uh, he wasn't punching first. He was letting right. you know he's letting Fury throw, and he yeah. was just trying to counter, Catch which him coming in threw him off. Now, was did Fury take the fight serious? I don't know. Maybe he yeah. didn't. Uh, but you know it wasn't the fury i was i'm used to seeing this let's let's say his last three fights you know what i mean like he didn't move yeah. the same way there was all, from like the first round he was he was clinching up and and hanging on him i'm like is he just trying to tire his arms out like with the signing you know. of usik you yeah. think that like maybe he's not taking this serious yeah he doesn't want to get maybe too hurt you know right. what I mean? Going into that Usyk fight, because Usyk's no joke, man. No. Like a box. Like, and especially off what we've seen, like, I mean, with Nganu right there. Like, right. Usyk can box box. He's like a heavyweight Lomachenko, just doesn't move as much angles, you know what I mean? But that guy can string together a five-six punch combo. Yeah, it's pretty cool seeing, um, as much as I wanted to see John Jones versus Francis. Oh, man, that broke my heart. Yeah. And now John Jones got hurt. Yeah. So we can't have nice things. Yeah. No. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, what happened to Stipe? I'm like, guys, I don't think Stipe is, wants to fight anybody but John Jones. It's more mm-hmm. of like a legacy grab for mm-hmm. him. He's right. got one more. He doesn't want the belt. He just wants the, the who's the GOAT heavyweight. And yeah, it's only, right. John Jones was the only name he wants. Otherwise, he's not going to fight. Yeah. So that's why they moved on to the new There's fight. no needle movers in the heavyweight division other than those two, I think. Right. Man, these guys are good, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. Um, what's his name? I their, their names are slipping my uh, uh, head right now, but the one kid from England, he is well rounded, and uh, I think he will be. He would be trouble for John Jones. Yeah, I Tom never bet Aspinall. against John Jones. Aspinall, Aspinall. Aspinall. Yeah, Aspinall. yeah I'm think. looking it up. Right and then Pavlovich or Pavlovich, <laughs> Pavlovich, dude. <laughs> yeah, Sergey Pavlovich. Yeah, yeah. Sergey Pavlovich. He he throws hands. He throws heaters. So that's gonna be a good fight. I just don't think it's gonna draw the numbers that it would have. You know, with the yeah, John Jones, John, Steve John's drawn right? all the numbers. Yeah. 
everybody wants that the goat you know what i mean so Plus, he's looking good at heavyweight too yeah i honestly think like again with the puncher's chance that nganu has if we would have seen nganu jones i still think jones ragdolls him i think jones rags he gets him down he's not dumb he's he's like kind of like gsp in a way like remember like He's a striker at, at first, you know what I mean? Knocking out mm-hmm. everybody. And then, like, once he realized that he can out-wrestle like, the best wrestlers in the division, he was right. he was grapple-fucking everybody. Well, the, I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I talked to my cousin every day on the way home, and we constantly talk fighting and whatnot. And when I, I have reminded him and other people, I'm like, John Jones comes from, like, freak athlete DNA. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's got two brothers in the NFL. Champions. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like championship he's blood. Got, yeah, he's the, the guy's genetics are just superior. Yeah. Chad so. Jones is gone apeshit crazy, though, right now. Yeah, yeah, he's off the rocker right now. <laughs> he's off his rocker. He's, like, singing songs on Instagram and shit. He's, my man, my man needs help. Yeah. yeah. Well, some people do that. Some people do a bunch of coke and then go fight the next day, so. Yeah. For a belt. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, wild family. And they say too, like, like remember on Rogan, he was like, to 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 be like the heavyweight champion of the world at that young of twenty three at twenty three, yeah, like you're you're fucking gonna go crazy, dude. You got all the money in the world to do whatever you want, right? You know and you mean? and you're the baddest man in the baddest yeah. sport in one of the baddest divisions. And you the know? guys, like the be light heavyweight champion, the guys that he beat, Machida and Shogun, yeah, just and, everyone. Like they're like his list of guys is for Rampage. Rashad Evans. Yeah. Like, yeah. the guys he beat is way better than GSP's. Even though GSP cleared his division twice, mm-hmm. you got to give the edge to Jones on just competition-wise. The mm-hmm. guys he beat are like, he's got so many Hall of Famers on his on his belt. Right. All of them. <laughs> all he's of got them. all yeah. of them. Yeah. You know what I mean, that so, one decision loss, or, or not decision loss. Uh, no contest. Uh, no contest. If there was a trial by combat, mm-hmm. and you're like, hey, Matt, I need you to pick one person to fight for you so you can live. I'm like picking John Jones is my guy, 100 yeah. percent against anyone. <laughs> I'm like, let me pick first, like, yeah. and I and I don't think Francis would be two. No, you know, I don't know who would be two. Who would be two if John Jones is number one? If John Jones is the first guy that defends you for your life, who's number two? I don't think it's GSP because he's small. Yeah, you got to go with someone like. Huge. Are, do like, they have to fight somebody equal? <laughs> no, you just pick a guy. Yeah, fuck. Defend your life. <laughs> uh, it's so close. It's so close. I number go two, with like Gokun Saki or someone like that, dude. Like it's so right. It's boxer. so close, right? It's right. so close in um, picking your guy. The, other, the number two is so close, and John Jones is so far away, the mm-hmm. number one, right. that this shows how great John Jones is. That's what I'm trying to say. You can't think of a number two. You're like, I don't have to think about it for a second. Can I sleep on it? Yeah. Yeah. I, if, I, if it was like your life or my life and you got Jones, and I'm like, who do I have yeah, to like pick? Yeah, it was like a draft pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an eight-man tournament, and then we're just going to draft pick these guys. Like, John Jones is obviously off the board, number one. Yeah, so who do I I'm gotta- picking the beat John Jones I'm picking, and this might sound stupid, but to me- because styles make fights. I'm and you can pick primes, hopefully. Primes. Okay. That's now primes, it's interesting. Okay. You can pick primes. I'm not picking any heavyweight boxer from the history because John Jones will take him down. John Jones not known for power. Mm-mm. Right? I might be picking Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, okay. To piggyback off of this. When uh when I heard Usada was out the door. And I was like, Vitor's coming back. <laughs> no, no, my thought was, give, let, let Jones recover. Put him on some juice right now. Um, you know, because he's got to recover. Yeah. USADA's out. Bring Lesnar back and give me uh, my July card fight of Lesnar versus Jones mm. on juice. On juice. Is it a convenience <laughs> that USADA's out? They signed the deal, WME or whatever, WWE. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, Ronda's <clears throat> no longer wrestling. Brock Lesnar's kind of taking, like, are we bringing back the sauce? Yeah. Yeah. I know they said there's a new company coming in that can do the same thing. Yeah, but like, I was just <laughs> listening to the, the Rogan episode with um, Dan Henderson, and he talks about that. And he, go, he goes, maybe the, the new company's logo is just a wink. <laughs> <laughs> We're drug testing. Yeah. Hard. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like they could put it in the contract per fight. It's like, hey, Connor will fight you, but you know he's on his shit. 
Mm-hmm. Are you cool with that? We'll put it in the contract. If you're cool with it, then you're cool with it. Right. Yeah. But if you're not, then obviously we won't. You can't fight him. Yeah. But like allow if the other fighter consents that it's cool, allow it. Yeah. I I don't know, man. We're talking about guys that go in the ring that are beating the shit out of each other, yeah. and a lot of them are probably already on something and are just sidestepping USADA somehow or whatnot. Um, I'm, I'm of the belief, let them do it. Like if you want the best competition and they're going to recover, they're going to be stronger, <laughs> but they're going to recover faster. It's going to be, it, let them, let them do it in like a, a safe where they're not using like gym gear, but they're getting it from a doctor. You know what I mean? Stuff's monitored and mm. Hey, your health and, I get all that, but to me, I don't think it's fair. Yeah. I, I don't think it's fair for the guy who doesn't take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think everybody would at that point. Ge- and, uh, and like every- everybody white cuts. Everybody has a genetic gift, you know what I mean? Like Francis Nagano, genetically blessed stronger than everybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> like the guy's probably born with abs, <laughs> you know what I mean? So like him taking steroids on top of a normal guy has. taking steroids – that's it's gonna help one, him then. way more. So the, yeah. not everybody's testosterone level starts at the same. Right. Some people's testosterone, like some people are starting here. Yeah. So that's why you cannot allow them because then you get then you get this huge gap. Even if he's on it and he is, I rather just natural. Like, hey man, this is natural how I am. Right. You know. Okay. So to me, I I, I don't think it's fair. Now, if you have an exemption, like, hey, you want to fight Francis for the bag, you got to know that Francis is on his stuff. Uh, do you sign the waiver? Do you agree to these terms? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I do because I want the money. I want McGregor. Yeah. I right. don't care because I know if I need McGregor, I get pay-per-view points or whatever. I get paid. Yeah. So I'll take that risk. So I, I don't – because you can't really can't – really, you can't really label it. Like the doctor gives you a prescription for 100 milligrams a week. <laughs> right. And you got Vitor just freaking – you know, taking all of it. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> doing, doing, go. going the Florida route and having four different doctors he's at a hundred million. He's just at home licking vials. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't regulate it. No. <laughs> so jujitsu wise, you compete, you want to compete. Like yeah. what's, what's the future? So, um, right now I teach at Julio's gym and, uh, it's, it's bunch of white belts and i'm just teaching basics you know what i mean right and um so i don't really have like that going against other brown belts and stuff like that so i competed for the first time twice now at grappling x just for the first time as a brown belt you know what i mean just with like kind of like zero training i still like here and there catch open mats you know what i mean but it's very rare i'm most of the time teaching and uh so i just competed i just went right in there and and the first time uh it was against these two teammates, right? And they didn't have, so I got a, a basically a free bracket because the, the guy didn't have anybody. So I went against <laughs> him and his teammate. That was they're both older guys, right? <laughs> and uh, so it was interesting, man. I, I got submitted all four times, right, back to back. But it was so there was no one else. It was just us three. So I would go with this guy, and then as soon as that match was done, I would go over and go one with him, and then back to back to back four matches like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and then the, even his coach was like, dude, you, you sure? Like, you want like a longer break? I was like, nah, man, I'm good. I was like, it's basically the same thing, like, right. as, you know, hot potato rounds or whatever you want to call it. You know and what it's I mean? just like, time. It's a timing thing. Yeah, right? and I just wanted to see where I stacked up. It wasn't like I was going for golds, you know what I mean, at IBJJF or something like that. You know what I mean? I just wanted to see where I stacked up and kind of get some hard rolls in. Right. And It's, uh, it's a timing thing. Like, yeah. I remember coming back from an injury or coming back from uh, something like that. I'm always looking for, you know, like I can see, oh, there's the arm bar and then I miss it. And I'm like, dude, crap. Like yeah. I, six months ago, I would not have missed that. Like I saw it. My body just didn't react. Yeah. So it's, it's just like with stand up or just like with anything, you know, your timing of competition is off. You're like you, you might've seen things and you're like, damn, I couldn't have done it. Like mm-hmm. sometimes Second I late. get on the sticks and I'm playing games w- with guys and I'm all, and I'm getting murked now because I'm old as shit. And I'm just like, what the f- what the hell's going on? And I'm like, at 17, you would not have got that on me, dude. I can't believe I'm getting this. Like, 17, because, like, you know, I haven't played first-person shooters right. since I was, like, in my early 20s. So I was like, you guys, like, just a timing thing. Yeah. So that's yeah. probably what it was. You Second, know, you- like, it's definitely step behind. That's how I felt uh, this one just recently. I did October 1st, Grappling X. And, um, again, didn't have, didn't have a... Uh, 
anybody in my weight class. So they bought me up another weight class, and the guy was like probably like your size, but uh, he he was pretty good. He had four stripes on his brown belt. I've been a brown belt since 2016, but I don't know right. stripes, right? So, and uh, at first, our first match, it was it was good. Like I had a solid. He pulled guard right away, broke guard, got in a half guard. We were you know going oh. around back and forth. Uh, he ended up beating me by points on the first one, and then the second one. Uh, it was the same thing, like good, nice little scramble in the beginning, and then uh, he swept me. I swept him, and then he got me back. Uh, um, it was like half guard, top, and then he stood up and jumped triangle, and then he didn't get the triangle, but he pulled. He jumped for the armbar and said, "And uh, armbar, dude. Hey, dude, it's my kryptonite, bro. That's what everyone Don't says. ever hang like, out with armbar. Kenny's wife, dude. <laughs> 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 It's her only move that she knows is just armbar. She's going to armbar you for No, sure. she just screams armbar and then jumps on you and does something different. Does not even armbar. Not even armbar. Armbar. Yes. armbar. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he tries to choke you from... I'm like, what are you doing? Sidekick to the... My arm over here. Yeah. Baseball bat. <laughs> armbar. Uh, so, yeah. So, what's end game? Like, well, well, do you, you like teaching, right? Yeah. Is that something like, do you want to have your own academy? Do you want to open your own school? Do you want to teach for somebody? 100%. Like, yeah, 100%. The, my, when I started it, and like, I was as maybe I was like five years in, I was like, dude, I want to do this like forever. Like, I, I want to do martial arts forever. This is like my escape, like my, you know what I mean? Um, I've been, you know, depressed and all that. You know what I mean? We all have, you know what I mean? And martial arts has been my pickup. Like, you know what I mean? I've, I've had a hard one, you know what I mean? And and it's a lot of it's, you know, your own fault, self-inflicted. So you got to find ways to, to get back up on the horse, man. And, and martial arts has 100% been that. So like my, always my goal was like, I want my own gym. I want to like teach people cool. in the community, you know I mean? The things that I've learned. I think yeah. it's cool that you look at, not everybody makes it to the UFC. Yeah. You can have an MMA, <laughs> a whole MMA career. Battle tested, fights, W's, losses, and still get something out of MMA, still get something out of jujitsu. Mm-hmm. You look at you're like, I want martial arts saved your life, basically, mm-hmm. right? Because 100%. like and you're like, I want to have a school in this, and you can still be a success. You know, a lot of people are like, if you don't make it, it's so hard to do MMA because not everybody makes UFC, and then you see all these fighters that are struggling and this, that, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like they're broke. But like you can turn, you could just be a MMA fighter and still have a successful um, approach and uh, be a success. Yeah. Which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. I know it, plenty of guys that have their own gym, you know what I mean? And they're doing pretty well. You know what I mean? I wouldn't say like pretty well, like, oh, they're everybody's like signing up to this gym. You know what I mean? But they're they're doing what they love. Um you know, regardless if it's making them a grip of money or not. If you're you doing know, what you love. Yeah. Right. You're That's, doing it. <laughs> if it's sustaining your lifestyle and you're happy, mm-hmm. you know, it's not work at that point. <clears throat> and if those guys are, if they're training, I mean, if they're they're coaching, I'm assuming they're still <clears throat> training to an extent. You know what I mean? So yeah. their, their health is probably in a lot better place than most people there, kind of where they're at. You yeah. have kids training? Uh, my son, so they all, they all do their own thing. You know what I mean? One wants to be a, a ballerina and the other one wants to be a unicorn rider. Or, you know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, my son is the only one that I really like push it on. And he's, he's still kind of like on the fence. He's done jujitsu, you know what I mean? For a little bit. And then he stopped, he played football. Football is like his, he wants to play football. So he's more interested in that, but I train him. I train, he's been, I've been training him since he was a kid, could walk. He's kids always been in a gym. And, uh, so he knows like, like I'll, I'll, We'll be in the middle of Walmart or something like that. And I'll be like, one, two, three, four, slip two. And he'll hit it. Pop, 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 slap, pop. <laughs> and I'm like, So dude. you feel like, because you feel, uh, to me, I feel like we do a disservice to our kids if we don't show them what we know. A hundred percent. Because what if something happened to them? Mm-hmm. And you're like, dude, I could have prevented that. Yeah. I'll be damned, dude. I always had a thought when I was a kid, you know what I mean? Me not having a growing up without a father, you know what I mean? I'm learning how to be a man through letters from my uncle in jail, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. And, uh. So I always told myself, dude, when I, cause I always knew I wanted kids, you know what I mean? I love kids. And, uh, I always told myself when, when I have a son, I'm going to teach this boy, you know what I mean? The right way. Like, you know what I mean? The, the, 
mess ups that I had, you know what I mean? I guess that's our job as a parent anyway, to make sure that our kids don't make the same mistakes. Um, but I knew I would have multiple kids too. So I was like, if I get a son first, man like, oh, dude, I'm teaching him, you know, <laughs> pull out, pull out game super weak. <laughs> what, what, pull out. My man Fox. You know, that's what he's trying fuck, to say. <laughs> yeah. When I was young and wild. So <laughs> yeah, yeah same, same, same thing here. My dad, not really involved and not really, you know, so like sometimes, a bad dad will teach you how to not be when you become a father. Yeah. And that, like I always gave my dad a pass. I don't even want to give him the credit for that, but I always gave him a pass. Like, you know, but when I held my daughter for the first time and you feel that love. Yeah. And I'm like, then I immediately just had disdain for him. And I was like, Hey, like, how did you have this situation with me and not feel how I feel towards her? Right. So now, so that kind of complete, I didn't know how much I didn't like my dad. till I had my own kid. And, and then like realize. my relationship changed. It came kind of like, now we're cool. This is an acquaintance, but you know, our relationship has changed. Cause I always kind of be like, Oh, everybody like, it's just how your dad is, you know, the drugs, you know, all this, that's just what he does. Like, and I'd always kind of give him a pass. Well, now I give him no more passes. So I can definitely see how, not having a father figure can really change you and make you want to be the best that you can be. Yeah. And, and uh, so that's, that's my, was always my thing. Like tell my son, dude, like you have little brothers and little sisters, you know what I mean? Like when I'm dead and gone, you know what I mean? Some, you have to look out for them. You're right. going to be the man, you know what I mean? And they're going to look up to you, your big bro. You know what I mean? And I don't want to them to ever feel like they can't come to you for anything. Like you're their protector. And uh, it was a cool dad moment, man. We were at the we were at the park, right? And uh, my son's riding bikes, and that kid he makes friends with anybody, dude. He's such a good kid. Like I don't ever want him to change. You know what I mean? He's such a good kid. He'll make friends with anybody. It doesn't matter the age. He could be like five years older than him. You want to play tag? he's like 13 like smoking kids like they can't even catch him he's just dipping dude and uh so we're at the we're at the park right and then he makes friends with this little kid dude and and uh all of a sudden i see when my daughters are there right and the and the little kid tells my daughter you're ugly like that and laughs and then bounces out right and i saw the whole thing right and i so i tell my son i was like hey man you see that kid over there I said, he, he was just talking to your sister like crazy, man, telling her she's ugly. And I said, if he if he does that again, you know what I mean? You better tell him something. And uh, he didn't even waste no time. He didn't even wait for the kid to go tell him something. You know what I mean? He just went over there and he was like, hey, you call my sister ugly? And he's like, what? No? And he's <laughs> like, yeah, you did. My dad heard you. Like, like busted me out right away. He's like, my dad heard you. If you ever do that again, I'm going to bust you up. And the kid was like okay, gosh. <laughs> like, and then he, and then my son just rode away, dude. And I was like, he's, he's got it in him. That's he's right. got that dog in him too. You, you got to teach I mean? that alpha shit. Yeah, yeah man. He's got and, that in dog a world in where they don't like it, you got to teach that shit. Yeah. I, I might have a little cut, a little nephew. And, uh, I was like him and my daughter, are like best friends. And they, like some kid was making fun of them or my daughter. And I was like, Hey, we protect our, we protect our Vega girl, our Vega girls. They're mm-hmm. gold. Right. As like they got your last name, no matter what you look after your little sister, whatever it is like, and next day at the park, some little kids being a little shit. And I just see him like, Hey, I'm like, that's my boy. Mm-hmm. So the same thing. Like I, I do not take that. Like you protect your girls. Mm-hmm. So hundred percent. Now I got some questions. Yeah. Okay. A couple questions I put in on Oast nation and, uh, we'll get to them here. Um, this is from C, Mooney 187. Um, how many years did it take you to get at each belt? My I got my blue belt. I started in 2009, right? Like March 2009. Um, I got my blue belt in by year like four. Four, okay. Yeah. Four years. And then from blue belt to purple belt. So year four, nine, 11, 12, 13. I'm bad at math. Um, I think by 20. 13 wait was when i got my blue belt 20 no that's wrong that's wrong that's wrong i got my blue belt in two years blue belt in two years and then by 20 like 12 13 i got my purple belt from ricardo and then that was when i lost my job Mm. and then 2016 i got my brown belt by tellus eduardo tellus that was when i was with jordan miller and then at that point he was under eduardo tellus for me um like I said, I was a white belt for five years because mm-hmm. I trained under blue belt for three. 
Um, all my guys kept getting deported back to Brazil. Uh-huh. I've said this before. Um, before my uh, professor left to Brazil, Fabiano uh, Silva, he gave me his blue belt. Um, so I have my blue belt. And then I waited six months because I thought he was coming back. He never came back. He said, go train with Poncho. Went to Poncho. Had a blue belt for six months. He gave me a purple belt right away. Kind of caught me up. Yeah, he's to like where I need to be because I was a white belt for so long. Then uh, two years at uh, purple, two years at brown. Got my black. I'm my black like nine and a half years ish. And then so, and then I've got my uh, first degree. So I'll be getting my second degree maybe next summer. Kenny, how long did it take you to get that blue belt, my man? If you include the three and a half year break, five. But I had I, it counts. You take a break, it counts. You yeah. your ticker starts. Just, so, YouTube jujitsu at that point. Yeah. At home. I uh, I started in 2017, and I got my blue belt in 2020, 2022. But consistently going strong for the last couple of years, right? Year and a half. Yeah, yeah. it was a year and a half at, at dedicated, and then I got it. Um, what's your guys' favorite guard? Obviously, mine is Lasso Guard. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, why I chose Lasso Guard is because guys would always complain that I was just smashing them because I'm too big. And so they'd like, oh, you beat me because you're too big. We've had a viral reel about this and piss a lot of people off. But they would say that. So I went to, went to Lasso, pull guard, put the Lasso in, and I'd sweep guys and then smash them that way. And it, Lasso kind of locks that arm in and stops guys from scrambling all over the place. So... For me, for my body type, I found out Lasso is definitely, without a doubt, it's my favorite guard. And I think it's the best guard for big guys. Um, Poncho would be like, I disagree. I think it's Butterfly or Half Guard. But for me, Lasso. And I'm one of the only guys who Lasso in our gym religiously. Yeah. But uh, for me, I would say Lasso Guard. You? Lasso Guard. Um, I like I like Half Guard. Half I like guard. half guard a lot. Like I, I hit a lot of like X guard stuff and like, um, you know, bounce from Delahiva to, to X guard and stuff like that. I use lasso a lot too. Um, I like to, um, there's a alma plata, like, you know, the spinning alma plata. Yeah, spinning from alma plata lasso. Yeah, yeah. I love that kick. Like, you know, the, the bottom leg, kick the knee out just to create space and then spin just underneath go, yeah, and grab it. And then if you can go all the way around, hit the triangle. Yeah. Triangle arm, arm bars right the there. Way, all the way around arm bars right yeah, there. So yeah, I love you guys just that. both got really excited about that. It, it's dude, it's so much, it's so much more room for activities. <laughs> so much room for activities. Uh, half guard, half guard, um, and I uh, obviously I play a lot of lockdown. So. so me and Kenny had a round. We didn't talk about this. Oh, we did. Yeah, I was, I was interested to hear about this. I was we, hoping you guys were talking about this. We didn't have a round. And Matt just grapple fucked me for <laughs> five fucking minutes. We, we didn't talk about this. Me and Kenny had a round. Me and Kenny had a round. And I said on the pod, I said, I'm gonna pass to the right. Did I pass to the right? I passed to the right. Yeah. I, I made sure I wasn't going to pass to the left. I made sure I passed to the right. But he did put me in his little lockdown bullshit and on the leg yeah. that I don't like to be locked down Ooh. on. I was like, you <laughs> motherfucker. Really- <laughs> I was like, God damn it. He really is quick with getting that lockdown in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, it was fun. We got through That's it. That's awesome. Yeah. I just let him know, like, I have pressure game. I just didn't want <laughs> to get thrown the way that in that yeah. video you threw that dude. Yeah. I didn't want that to happen. Yeah, as soon as I get the grips, he just drops to his knees. Yeah, like, hey, man. Well, Church told me. He goes, I need to put these grips on my wife. <laughs> Church told me, he goes, if he, if, when I grabbed him, he's like, that's your first mistake. And then, then he grabbed me and he goes, and that's your second. And then he threw me. And I was like, and, he, and then he, after, right after it was done, he goes, Matt's going to do that too, by the way. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I just committed those. As soon as I felt that first grip, I was like, nope. He drops his knee. I, I need <laughs> to do that one to my wife because. <laughs> I cannot get this girl through her knees to save my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kenny just dropped right down, dude. I was like, hey, man, let's just pull guard. Next yeah. Time, huh? yeah. Let's just pull guard. But no, it was fun. Fun rounds. Uh, so, yeah, man, I've been been awesome having you on the show. That's pretty yeah. cool, man. First yeah, guest, fun. bro. You took that virginity. You took this Mike's virginity right now. <laughs> First yeah. guest. Old Blue. <laughs> Old Blue. <laughs> my boy, Blue. Uh, um, so, yeah, man, thanks. Uh, Thanks for coming on. Yeah, uh, we'll absolutely. definitely have to do it again. It was fun just talking the shit. Uh, yeah. Getting an MMA perspective on the show was pretty cool, you know, because, you know, I, like I said, I dabbled in like a couple smokers. Yeah. I would not say I was an MMA fighter, even though I trained it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was cool to see an uh, MMA guy uh, or talk to an MMA guy. Yeah. And this was like, it's cool too, like the transition, like 
I'm I'm an MMA guy, you know. I mean, I'm a striker, right? What I consider myself, but you know, here coming towards the end of my career, I'm probably gonna do like one more fight and then call it quits, and then I'm just I'm transitioning. I'm just shifting all that energy into jujitsu because that's how much I love it. That's how much I fell in and love. And I feel with like it. longevity wise, jujitsu is the sport <clears throat> that can like go forever. Yeah, you can 100%. do that longer. Yeah, I want to be that 56 year old guy like you're talking right. about. You know, you're on the show like I want to be that guy doing jujitsu still. So, so did we did we ask? Did you you have you had a, a knee injury yet? Uh, no, I was telling him before, like, dude, uh, um, it, I've never had a knee injury, but like the only time ever something that's happened to my knee was at Purple Bell. It was like one of those, like where the guy came I'll see you guys, and I turned my knee like that and he collapsed down on me and it like made like a funny like noise and it felt weird for like, I'd swear like two Purple months, Belt. two <laughs> months. I couldn't walk like straight. I was, it felt like I was walking like this, like it was stuck like that. <laughs> that's the knee injury belt. 100% yeah. Purple Belt. Anything you want to plug? Um, anything? Nah, man, not like my, you know. Instagram page or anything like that. Like nothing I don't want to. Nothing to shoot crazy, man. I just came to shoot the shit with my boys, man. It was right, nice man. to meet that this guy. Awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've known my man Kenny here for a while, man. He's he's just such a good dude, man. This guy does like a lot for me. Not just like you know, what I mean, he's been my boy at work, and you know, he helped me like go to the right directions at work. And um, I actually do look for him, uh, look to him for like for a lot of advice. Like, it's very guy. cool having you on. And uh, again, everybody, thanks for all the support. Um, Absolutely. Share all this guy's stuff, yeah. man. Like, I, I, it's good quality stuff, man. Like, I, I listen to it, and it's like, I, I, it's a joy at Tuesday morning driving to work, dude. I put it on, and I'm like, my, my now, son's like, who's this? And I'm like, <laughs> it's my boys talking. You know what I mean? Now, I don't even know this guy. But it's like my boys. Now you get to right? hear yourself <laughs> on the radio. Yeah, <clears throat> they're and excited, and it's and it's gonna it's gonna um, you're gonna be like, man, I sound like well, sound weird. I sound weird. Yeah, <laughs> the whole say. time I've been thinking in my head like I'm I'm like super echoing like I no that's weird. like I'm like that's what I sound like. Yeah. <laughs> my wife saw Kenny sounds he has such a great voice for <laughs> voice boinder. He has such a great. This. She's like I'm like all right, chill out. Like, <laughs> she's like he has such a great voice on the on the podcast. So I'm like what soothing. about mine? I'm like what about mine? She's like ah. Uh. I'm like, all right, cool, she's like, I hear you all the time. I sound like yeah. Brandon Schaub. I get it. That's what everybody said. That was the first the first episode that came out. My wife's like, he sounds like Brandon Schaub. And then I had three other people tell me that too. And I'm like, I like all right, then I went man. back and listened to it. I'm like, I can kind of hear it. It's there, dude. It's nasally. I've had a nose reconstruction. Okay. I'm nasally. I get it. Um, but yeah, like us on all platforms, TikTok, YouTube, BJJ Balance, um, we're on the rise, and uh, that's all because of you guys. Um, it's at BJJ Balance pretty much on everything. Um, follow me at Ost Nation BJJ on Instagram and all other socials. Follow Kenny at The Freak Party. And uh, handle anything? Nothing? Uh, Tony, Tony underscore the Savage. Tony, yeah. Tony the Savage. Check me out. I just post like martial arts stuff. Follow <laughs> him. My and, kids. Uh, yeah. My family. Hell yeah, man. So uh, thanks again. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. We'll, oh, yeah. we'll catch you guys around on the next one.